Though this be madness, I am, as Andrew mentioned, making a piece which questions what we really mean when we call something crazy, and the so-called sanity that we're determined to live by. But just to begin with an observation. Hi. Um, in this fruit shop above the Kelvin, a balloon-nosed man in caramel, some sort of second-hand suit, throws the sentence, there's a lot of water in that river, to a mountain of coloured food. It lands uncaught on 20 lemons. And he's right, the river is coffee and surly, grubby and swollen, rushing by in a quick tantrum, but he's talking to a lemon. So the sales girl decides he's lost his mind while he bumps into another basket looking for something we can't see. This man knows when the river is raised and says as much. She shares a glance beneath her woolen hat with the girl in a red beanie on the till next door to furry nutheads nodding to still agreement at his approach. He has nothing to buy. He has nothing to buy. I notice his nose is pockmarked and he carries an impossibly long umbrella. <coughs> and there's a lot of water in that river and there is a lot of it on our heads or in our heads or in, in, in. And I've lost interest in all the fruit I can make cake from. I follow him outside, watch him hobble along the pavement, bending to scoop sight of the Kelvin in his stride. It's cracked, all this cement we stand on. I'm not the first to see it. I'm not the first to feel it and walk on a why while someone else decides I've lost my mind. <laughs> That's the end of that observation. Uh, though this be madness, though, though this be madness, it, it was crazy. In coming here, I had to buy a return ticket for only 10p more than a single. I mean, that's madness. I mean, what kind of a Fruit Loop would not buy a return for only an extra 10p? I mean, that's insane. And we do it. We do it all the time. I'm fascinated by how much we use the lingo of lunacy without actually referring to any illness. We don't treat other chronically potential life-threatening illnesses or health struggles, health struggles, you know, like cancer with the same recall or trashy experience of it, so casually, you know, ostracising the bam pot, dealing with it. We don't use the word cancer casually. It was cancer. In coming here, I had to buy a return ticket for only 10p more than a single. I mean, that is just chemo. I mean, it's just so stage four. <laughs> and we talk, we can talk about cancer. Well, sometimes. Uh, and yet, both experiences are so common. But if it's more of the mental illness, you know, we don't speak up, speak out, speak out and speak freely about it. So I'm making this performance. It's a fiction built on a truth. A close family members, many close family members, who have suffered the cataract on the mind's eye that Shakespeare writes about. You know, which, you know, I can't talk freely about without creating a cringe for those I'm speaking about. Such is the stigma still. Still, you know, I can't talk about jumping off a balcony and breaking your leg instead of taking your life or lying in a gutter on a failed overdose. I can't talk about being prone to depression and being on meds since you're 15 
or having a dual diagnosis of personality and bipolar disorder and given that that's a bit confused by recreational drug use or, or I can't talk about my dad's belief in his having written the Bible, part of his struggle with schizophrenia. I wrote a play called Cracked about that exact thing and when that stage play was pitched to BBC Radio 4, the, the BBC producer asked me to verify the presentation of schizophrenia that the character portrayed was it accurate. So I found myself, you know, he said it's such a hot potato. I found myself seeing a psychiatrist just to confirm that my dad's God delusion was actually plausible enough for a character in a play as an accurate representation of mental illness. I can't talk about watching loved ones ride through a psychosis, you know, weaving a delusion through their day. Imagine you thought someone put commas in your diary, or, or the colour orange on that poster meant that oh, they knew you were in the building, or, or maybe that you know someone's listening to your every word through your mobile your mobile's microphone, you know, and that, that is sending you fake directions on your GMAPs, but does that actually take any imagination? Imagine you grow so paranoid, you build associations so intense that they end you up, force you into hospital where you're sectioned. Sectioned, it's such a harsh word. It says all that we find ourselves doing about health issues that aren't visible, sectioning, sealing off, silencing, creating a corner where these things can be kept sealed off. So I want to question society's sections, you know, the delusions that we've all adopted, the sanity we are determined to live by in this trumped up, digitally driven, virtually disconnected, increasingly jobless, joyful, joy riddled, politically fictional, high-hacked, historically polarised us versus them rabble-rousing, climate-changed world where we buy to throw, we lie to grow, we pay to know, kill to sow. This next little poem, I've got two for you. One little one, one three-minute one to end. This little poem I call Public. And it's about someone I saw once in a supermarket whose world had broken. She bolts in through the out gate, stands in sneakers and distress, her school uniform, her hair wet, clinging to her cries for help. We all turn to stare from our fixed cue order. Some of us try to understand spend some listening this side of the counter. They're all after her. She couldn't study. She's in need of a dollar. Her world, she's broken it, she said. Well, most of us fold our concern into a bland expression or lock eyes with the floor. She cries again, now a reprimand. Somebody help me, she accuses, catches my eye, draws closer, coffee-coloured rings round spinning, her grooved crisis, her world, she's broken it, she said. She reminded me so much of what I knew, I couldn't respond. The familiar froze me, not even an impotent reassurance left my mouth. Someone stepped up to the mark from the queue's end, uh, 
taking the helm with an instruction, an older man, a, 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 come in, sit down, we'll make a call. Practicality, that's what she needed. I'd stood and stared while she pleaded, slunk away with wine and cigarettes to forget who she reminds me of. Her world, she's broken it, she said. I crept into mine instead. Thank you. And one last one about this sanity that, that we're all determined to live by in our device-driven world. I call this, I'll do a budget. It's a bit more performative. Mike, walk around, but let me know if you can't hear me. Um, I'll do a budget, I said. And then I fell asleep on the page. Uh, I worked two days later and had missed the meeting. Um, I, I, I lost my internet connection. Can you still see me over here? Is that all right? I lost my internet connection when, when I uh, tried to email an apology. So, you know, um, I spent the afternoon replacing my dongle. Uh, when, when the password wouldn't let me in and, and the reset went up straight, I decided it was best to walk away and do the dishes. When I fell through a sudden hole in the sink, I, I lost all my breath to a comment stream and, and, and gasping, couldn't ask someone why. <laughs> Why they made that 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 reply, or, or, or how to how to um how how how, how to think, and um and I, I didn't have time. I didn't and I yeah I didn't have time. I, and I didn't have time. I did not have and I did not have my statistics with me. I landed on a forum that got fell apart uh, before the the swear word I knew quite a word across. Uh, grabbed me by the throat, crushed my attention, uh, choked me into like. I, uh, I, yeah, I foraged around for a, a platform to put my <coughs> self on, but my foot went right through all the photos. I mean, all of our images collapsed. All our <coughs> images collapsed. I, I saved one of their newborn just in case. I, I didn't have one of my own. When I, when I bumped into and blasted a hole in the best of my intentions by looking up and moving on, you know, without my uh, glasses, it was hard to read how I how I felt. Uh, I bumped into the best deal, and, and, and but then I'd forgotten my pin. So I googled it. I found a copy of my identity. I downloaded it, but then my um my usage was too low, and the file is too large. It's too 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 large. I spent three days circling my bedroom trying to remember where I'd left the door. And then I remembered I left a new window open. I, I, I made sure that the oven was locked, that my keys could scratch the sky. I checked my wallet was switched on and all the perishables told why they wouldn't last. And I took the dog for a long talk, <laughs> which uh, took me till Tuesday. Uh, I sat there in the park wondering where I left my device. I uh I saw the way the grass grew. Yep, but I thought that Oh I knew the ice was melting but um yeah I didn't want to walk. I knew the ice was melting but I, I didn't want to walk. I, I drove anyway. I hit a tunnel. I came to rest at the toll and I, I couldn't back out because 
in a queue and, and, and the down payments were enough to rob you blind. Yeah, well, then I couldn't see, so I, I felt the floor the old foot. Your shoe was wet. I, I, I patted your jeans till I found your torso. Your head had turned to cash. When that crumpled, I bashed into the bumper sticker ahead of me, which told me I, I was too close if I could read this. If, if you can read this, if you can read this, where are you? Don't, don't uh, use your GPS, just describe me to you. Uh, invite me there, using your voice, and then when I get there, um, oh, let's hug. <laughs> let's just hug and, and use these, these fingers we call touch, because when I wake next to you in that whisper of bliss before morning, our held symphony morning, my, fingers, my fingerprint asleep on your heartbeat, I don't need my budget. Thanks for listening. Thank you.